Do you ever get tired of trying to do it all? Checking all the boxes, pleasing all the people, doing all the things. But what you really want is to take a step back and take a break from it all. Then you've come to the right place. SLJ Radio was created just for you by someone just like you, me. (laughs) We're busy raising babies and businesses and vibes. So let's make sure our cup is full too. This is Self Love Junkie Radio. Good morning, guys. Hello, hello. Happy Monday. Happy new week. Happy full moon. All the good things. It's been a long time since I've been active in here. If you follow me on Instagram or on my personal Facebook page, then I've kind of shared little bits here and there, and I did a podcast episode on it last week. Um, But... Things have just been a little crazy here, and I've just been kind of navigating it all, and certain things had to take a back seat while I kind of worked through it. Long story long, here we are, back in action, and I'm super excited. Um, If you follow me over on Instagram, then you'll know I am doing a week-long series on how to overcome writer's block, and I wanted to hop in here today and give you guys a couple of tips um, with identifying what types of writer's block that you may have, and then how to kind of unpack those blocks for yourself. Um, I'm going to go much, much deeper into all of this over on my Instagram page all this week. So if you're someone who struggles with content creation, you're someone who struggles with um, writer's block in general, then make sure that you follow me over on Instagram so that you can kind of catch up on all of that as I go through it. Good morning. Good morning. I really hope that I'm going live in the right place here. I feel like I'm probably not, but we'll just roll with it. (laughs) Okay. So, um... The different types of writer's blocks. Like I said, if you're following me on Instagram, then I'm, I've already shared this over there on that page. Um, I'm going to unpack it even more going into the week. Um, but if you are an online entrepreneur and you struggle with content creation, you often find yourself thinking, I don't know what to post. I don't know when to post. I don't know how to post. <laughs> then um, all this week and all the content that I'm going to be sharing over on my Instagram page is just for you because that's what we're going to unpack. Um, but today I'm just going to share with you guys um, the four different types of writer's block and how to begin, like basically step one in healing and treating those blocks. So let's go ahead and dive in. I don't know if you know this. I did not know this until I started to do some research. There are four different types of writer's block. The first one is apathy. So if you are struggling with an apathetic writer's block, then that means you struggle to have any kind of creative spark. Right? You often feel stifled by perceived sets of rules. So maybe you had a really, really strict English teacher in high school and she made you think that your writing had to look just so and it couldn't have any grammatical errors and it had to be mechanically correct. I was a high school English teacher. I know those people. Um, hopefully I wasn't one of them, but I don't know. But either way, you you just you just struggle to have any kind of creative spark or creative desire and nine times out of ten it's because you have this perception that your writing has to fit a certain mold right so oftentimes this looks and sounds like things like i don't know what to write i can't come up with any ideas where do i even start what do i do um i just don't know things like that just this this sense of apathy like you're like meh there's nothing I can do. I don't know what to do. Da, 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 da. And again, it's probably because you're stuck in thinking that your writing has to look a certain way. Um, as someone who I'm, like I said, I was a high school English teacher for three years. That's what I went to college for. I know what 
standard English is and I know what it's supposed to look like and I know APA and MLA and Chicago style and, and all of that shit. And I also know that we all have our own unique way of writing. So if you're stuck in this type of apathetic feeling and thinking that your writing has to look a certain way, otherwise it's, it's just not good enough, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of bless that block for you right here and tell you that's complete bullshit. Um, writing on social media and writing to build an online brand is completely different than writing for an English class or writing you know, in a formal style totally, totally different. We can talk about how to unblock those later on. Actually, I will on my Instagram page. So make sure you're following me over there. If you don't know where I am on Instagram, um, my handle is XO Mama Fierce. Okay, let's move on to the second one. So the second one is anger. So this is when you experience being actively angry and upset during your writer's block. And it's because you have this expectation of validation. So let me explain. You don't, when, when you're, when you have an, an, uh, a writer's block that's fueled by anger, you don't want to publish or post um, unless it yields you some kind of attention, money, rewards, recognition, something like that. So if you're an online entrepreneur and you feel anger in your writer's block, then chances are you have this um, story on repeat that this has to earn me money. This has to gain me followers. This has to get X amount of likes. This has to get X amount of comments and shares. And if it doesn't, then that's what creates resentment and anger within you because you have this expectation of validation. You're expecting other people to respond in a certain way. And because they're not, or if they don't, then that just cultivates a lot of anger and resentment and tension within yourself because you have this expectation of people and then maybe it's not being met, right? So anytime we have expectation in any area of life, that's a great way to ensure that we're gonna get pissed the fuck off because nine times out of 10, our expectations are of, of other people are, not fair, if I'm being completely honest. They're not fair, and because they're not fair, they're not often met, and we often also don't really communicate our expectations. We just assume that people know to meet them, and then they don't, we get mad. So um, if you are someone who experiences anger, um, and that is kind of what's fueling your writer's block, like you're angry at the thought of nobody responding to your writing in a certain way, then, um, you're kind of experiencing that expectation of validation and that's what's stifling your creative flow, right? So this might sound like in your head, what if no one likes it? What if no one comments on it? What if no one shares it? What if no one buys this product that I'm advertising in my post, right? So that can severely block you. Um, number three, anxiety. And I feel like this is probably the most common um, form of writer's block. It's paralyzingly worried, being paralyzingly worried that your work will not be good enough, right? So it kind of goes hand in hand with apathy, right? Apathy is when you struggle with creative, with a creative flow or creative spark because you think it has to fit a certain mold, right? And anxiety is the fear that it won't fit that certain mold, right? So apathy is like, I don't even fucking care. I'm not even going to try because I know it has to be up here and mine's going to be down here. And anxiety is, oh, it's not going to be up here. What does that say about me, right? So this might sound like things in your mind, like this is stupid, no one cares what I have to say, it's already being done and it's being done way better than I could ever do it, so why should I even try, right? So just this fear that you're not enough and it's all tied up in worthiness and, and all of that stuff. There's lots of stuff to heal with all of these different types of block. There's not a quick fix. I'm gonna share with you one 
like the first step in beginning to heal these blocks. But guys, there is no quick fix for fixing any of these. I'm gonna tell you right now because I mean, most, I would, I would venture to say all of them <laughs> have underlying issues that need to be healed. And unless we actually address the root cause of the block, the block is just gonna continue to show up. And then we're just gonna keep putting a Band-Aid on it, right? It's like putting a Band-Aid on a broken leg. It doesn't fucking heal it. And if it does heal it, it's gonna heal it incorrectly and improperly, right? So we need to get to the actual root cause of the block. That way we can minimize and maybe even eliminate it completely in the future. Okay, and the last one, number four, are issues with others. And basically, I got, so I got all of these from a Yale study that I looked up. Yale studied, um, you know, the different types of writer's blocks, and, and they're the ones who came up with the names for all of these in these different categories. I did not. I would not have called this issues with others. <laughs> basically, what they mean by issues with others is you don't want your shit compared to anyone else. Nine times out of ten, this is also associated with lashing out when you're experiencing blocks. Um, so just lashing out out of frustration, out of fear, out of anger, um, that kind of thing. But at the core of this issues with others category is that you don't want your work compared to anyone else's. So in your mind, this might sound like hers is better. So I'm not even going to try. Um, I don't want to look like an idiot. So I'm just not going to put my work out there because I know that it's going to be compared to someone who's better than mine. Right? So you just, you just have this, this sense that you don't want to be compared to anyone else. And because of that, you're, you're paralyzed and you can't create, right? So those are the four primary types of, of writer's block, apathy, anger, anxiety, and issues with others. And in order to know how to treat our block, we have to identify our block, right? So I want you, if, if you're someone who does struggle with writer's block and, and not really knowing what to, to write in an Instagram post, not really knowing how to create. So this goes for any level of content creation, whether we're talking about an Instagram post, what to say in your Instagram stories, um, an offer that you want to create, some kind of freebie, whatever. If you experience blocks, this can all of this can apply to it, okay? Um, and even if you're not an online entrepreneur, but you're someone who's in school or, or you're, you're required to create quite often, um, then, you know, begin to kind of sift through each of these blocks and identify which one is your most dominant block. Um, you might experience a, a combination of multiple, like I said, I think apathy and anxiety go hand in hand. Um, and any of these can really go hand in hand. But I want you to try and identify your most dominant block. Okay, the one that controls you the absolute most. Okay, and the type of block that you have determines the type of treatment. So each of these four different types of writer's block had, have different types of treatment. You would not treat an apathetic block the same way you would treat an anger block. Okay, and I'm going to go into different treatment for blocks on Wednesday on my Instagram page. So again, if you're not following me there, make sure you go follow me there because I'm not going to share that here. What I'm going to share right now is basically step one in healing and treating those blocks. So once you've identified your most dominant block, I need to say this before I kind of go into giving you this process. The block is created by a thought or it's, excuse me, the block is created by an emotion. I don't know if you noticed, but each of these blocks, except for the issues with others, is an emotion that you're experiencing, apathy, anger, anxiety, and all emotions are created by thoughts, every single one of them, whether the thought is conscious or unconscious. 
um, there is a thought that is creating an emotional response for us. So in order to have this, in order to achieve this step one towards healing and treating your block, you have to not only identify what is your dominant block, but also what is the thought that is creating the emotion that is causing the block, right? So I've got four steps here for you. Identify the step one. Identify the dominant emotion you experience when you sit down to write and experience a block, right? Know that you may feel more than one. Go with the dominant one for now, okay? So once you've identified, say you experience apathy the absolute most, right? You're, you're the person who says, I just don't know what to create, all right? So when you sit down to create and you feel that apathy, what is the dominant thought that is driving that apathetic feeling for you? Is it that my writing has to look a certain way because that bitch of an English teacher in 10th grade told me it had to and I know it's not going to look like that, right? What is the thought that is creating the emotion, right? What is, oh, that's actually step two. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm jumping ahead. So once you've identified the, the block that you experience, identify what the emotion is, right? So if you're experiencing an apathetic block, chances are you're experiencing apathy or you're feeling unworthy or some level, something like that, right? So that's going to be your step one. After you've identified your most dominant block, identify the most dominant emotion that you feel when you sit down to write, Right? How do you feel when you sit down to create that post? How do you feel when you sit down to write that essay? How do you feel when you sit down to create? What is the feeling for you? All right. So I and go with the most dominant one. You might feel fear. You might feel anxiety. You might feel apathetic. You might feel a lot of different things, a range of emotions. Again, identify your most dominant one for right now. Right. All right. Step two. Once you've identified the emotion, identify the thought that is creating the emotion. And remember, all emotions begin as thoughts. Period. Even if you can't right off the bat, like pinpoint the thought, I promise you, whatever emotion you're experiencing is created by a thought that you're having and that you're allowing to be perpetuated in your mind, right? That's why people often say that no one can make you feel a certain way because they can't. No one can make you feel bad. You feel bad because you're thinking a certain thought. You're choosing to think a certain thought. Right, So you might be experiencing an apathetic writer's block because you are choosing to maintain a certain thought. And at any time, we can choose to think a different thought. Right, We have control over our thoughts in that way. We have free will. Right, and If you don't believe that you can control your thoughts, think about orange. Orange, orange, orange. Picture an orange. What does it taste like? What does it look like? What does it smell like? That is you controlling your thoughts if you just imagined an orange when I told you to right? You can control the thoughts that go through your brain. It just requires that you slow them down and take an inventory of what they are, right? So again, once you've identified the emotion that you experience when you sit down to create, then identify the thought that is creating that emotion because every single thought that you experience is created by, every single emotion that you experience is created by a thought first. Okay. Step number three, once you know the thought, decide if it's true. And when I say if it's true, like 100% absolutely true. And if it's not, recognize that you can choose again. So let me give you an example again. So say I have an apathetic writer's block, right? I'm the person who's like, I don't know what to write. I don't even know where to start, 
right? That is an attitude of apathy and that is the type of block that I have. So that is the type of emotion I'm experiencing. I'm, I'm feeling apathetic towards writing. I don't even know where to start, right? And the thought for me that is fueling that apathy is my 10th grade English teacher told me that my writing had to look this way and I always got D's in her class. So I know my writing doesn't measure up. So that's the thought that's going in my head. Now I get to choose, is this 100% true? Is it true that my writing has to look like that? 100% like someone's gonna die if it doesn't look like that. No, it's not true. <laughs> so we get to choose a different thought, right? I can choose, my writing might not look like hers and what she says it needs to look like, but it looks like my writing and that's good enough, right? That's perfect as is, okay? So decide if the thought that you're having is true. And if it's not, recognize that you can choose again. And then step four is for you to forgive yourself for the original thought. So forgive yourself for thinking that your writing had to look like, you know, what your 10th grade English teacher told you it had to look like. Forgive yourself for that. Give yourself grace and compassion. And then choose again. My writing might not look like hers, but it looks like mine. And that is more than enough. Right? Okay, so I just shared a lot of information with you guys. I shared the four different types of writer's block that you could experience. Apathy, anger, anxiety, and issues with others. And then I shared basically step one to healing and treating blocks, which is taking you down this, this process of recognizing that the, the block that you're experiencing is, is causing some kind of emotional response in you, right? So where we have to begin is identifying what that emotion that we're feeling is when we sit down to write and when we feel blocked. And then we identify the thought that is causing that emotional response. Then we decide if we want to maintain that thought. And we, we assure ourselves of whether or not it's true, which it's often not true. And then we forgive ourselves and we choose again. Right, and then that's step one to healing and treating blocks. And again, guys, if you're experiencing an apathetic block, you the, the deeper healing behind an apathetic thought um, like that for, to continue with that, um, that example, if you think that your writing has to look like, like your 10th grade English teacher told you it had to, then you have been stifling your own creative voice since that, that point in your life, right? You have been stifling your own authenticity and authentic voice since someone in 10th grade told you you had to, and that requires healing. It requires a different type of healing than say you, struggling with your work being compared to someone else's or you struggling with your work not being good enough, right? So each of these different blocks requires a separate set of healing and treatment, if that makes sense. What I just shared with you is step one towards beginning it, right? This is, this is one thing that you can kind of begin to do to begin to heal a little bit, but just understand that each of these individual blocks goes so much deeper and requires so much more inner work and healing um, to really resolve the block for, for any kind of length of time. All right, guys, I hope this was helpful. Um, I'm excited to be back in here going live regularly, sharing all of the things. <laughs> if you have any suggestions for content that you would like to see, let me know. It can be anything that's spiritual, business oriented, anything like that. Um, content creation, things like that. Just let me know. Other than that, I hope you have a great Monday, a great week, and I'll talk to you soon.